What is up, everybody? Welcome to Saturdays in Seltzers. This week, I was lucky enough to have the girls from Mitts and Chicks on to talk some Stanley Cup, where they're going to college. We're going to call it Saturdays in Sodas. Super exciting. I know a lot of you have been waiting for that. I also do want to apologize for my audio. I did not realize that my microphone was not plugged in. I tried to do some surgery, but sorry in advance. Still one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Love you guys so much. Enjoy this episode and Sarah and I will see you next week. We'll talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. Y'all know what time it is. Uh, uh, Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitating. Looking like a boss, I just had to say I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. What is up, party people? My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am here with, I think, SNS's three favorite ladies in the whole world. I'm here with Mads, Allie, and Callie. We unfortunately don't have Sarah this week, but we are going to bring you guys another Stanley Cup dump show we're just going to talk about all the matchups because the girls are here with me for the entire show um you can all answer at once you don't all have to answer at once but since ali is at the top i guess i'll ask her first ali how are we i'm so good how are you kendra i'm good thanks for asking so i have a couple questions before we like start that i'm going to ask all three of you just so everybody can get to know you guys a little bit you guys host the myths and chicks podcast so make sure you guys go check that out but I know, like, you guys know how, like, when it's your first day of school for the year, they make you, like, describe yourself in a couple of words, and it can be kind of awkward. Yeah. So I have something like that, but it's more fun. My questions, it's not like you have to, like, bring up three facts about you, because I hate when people ask me to do that. I just want you to say your name, where you're from, what your favorite team is, and how you became a fan of that team. So, Ali, I will start with you. Perfect. I'm Allie. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, my favorite team is the Detroit Red Wings, uh, born and raised. My dad is from the Detroit suburbs, and we've always been a big hockey family. So he was raising me and my two siblings as Wings fans while my mom was trying to raise us all as Blackhawks fans. <laughs> I'm the only one that my dad was able to successfully convert. Uh, thank God. <laughs> been real embarrassing for my siblings lately um so go wings okay perfect love to hear it and obviously we are a bev podcast whatever you drinking i i have a literal gallon of water i need it hydration station we literal gallon hydrated hydrate hydrated hydrated hydrate ladies Okay, perfect. Callie, the spotlight is on you, your team, where you're from, how you found them, and I guess your bet. Hi, I'm Callie. I'm from Denver, Colorado. My favorite team is the Colorado Avalanche. So I grew up in San Jose, California, so I was raised a Sharks fan. Yeah! Yeah, go Sharks! Then I moved to Denver in 2013, and my family, we just took our love for hockey with us and decided to become abs fans and we had season tickets for a year and just my loyalty has stayed with them ever since and they're my favorite team and they're doing pretty well so I think they're a good team to be a part of like the original fan base for 
I would say, yeah, more than pretty well. <laughs> I'm drinking a Diet Coke because I'm kind of addicted, but that's okay. <laughs> Diet Coke is freaking delicious. Um, Mad, spotlight's on you, girl. Okay. What's up? Hello, my name is Madeline, more frequently known as Mads on the pod, um, and I am from North Carolina, specifically a little town called Winston-Salem, and I am a massive Carolina Hurricanes fan. I am also a New Jersey Devils fan, so <laughs> you guys can hate on me for that, for loving two teams. They're very different. They so, are very different, except for I their colors. Like kinda, I feel like I can kind of separate the two, but um, my dad <laughs> grew up in Jersey, grew up a big Devils fan technically grew up a big Islanders fan because that was um his team until the Devils moved um once they moved big Devils fan um and that was just a fun way for us to connect and hang out and watch games together and kind of keep up with the sport um and I really fell in love with it and my beverage of choice today is a diet Dr. Pepper although I am with Cal's I'm a big Diet Coke fan as you should but today I'm kind of going against the grain and we realized that there is a dinosaur on my can of diet dr pepper kendra do you want to explain the significance of this dinosaur in your life um i just it made me almost pass out we like got into it at the beginning of the show i was so excited i literally am like sweating because i just love them so much like they're just so cool reptiles reptiles are freaking sweet um i'm drinking a zevia i don't know have you guys heard of these yeah yeah. Yeah, I'm on the Zevia vibe. It's the ginger root beer. So that's what I'm drinking today because it is a Saturday for sodas. Um, no seltzers for me today, although I think I am going to have a drink with my neighbor on her porch after this. Um, for the people at home, obviously we're gonna talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs in a minute, but I wanna know how you guys decided to start this podcast. If did you guys meet on Twitter? So we actually met um the NHL has a little youth advisory board called the NHL Power Players. Oh. And so it's um, people ages three through 17 all over the U.S. and Canada. 13. 13. <laughs> ages three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Guys, it's been like five minutes and I'm already saying the wrong words. 13 through 17. Start them young. Applications are open <laughs> now if you would like to apply. If you're, if you're in those ages. If, if you're 13 through 17, not 3 through 17, for just making sure we're clear on that. Um, but that is how we met. We met through the power players and um, we started a group chat because the three of us, <laughs> the three of us applied to the University of Michigan. Ooh. And the three of us got rejected from the university. No. Again. So it was a bonding experience. And then um, I made a joke to Callie one day where I was like, we're so funny. We need a podcast. And then Callie was like, now hang on a second. Um, and then it kind of just happened. Okay. So Callie, how did you guys come up with the name? I mean, I know why Mits and Chicks makes sense, but how did you guys come upon that name? We honestly just kind of started thinking about buzzwords. And this is actually the perfect question because I just found our original document where we had the names that we were thinking of. So some other ones were um, Sweater Weather, but Ooh. that would have gotten lost in Spotify with the song. Yep. Um, we had Backcheck Banter. Oh. Bin Bin Spiel. <laughs> Pocket. I like that one. Pocket. I like that. Um, 
biscuit in the basket. That one's a little out there, but <laughs> it got um, some breakaway baddies. Oh yeah, we asked breakaway our breakaway baddies is iconic. <laughs> but I feel like you have to be over the age of eighteen for that to work on the internet these days. Yeah, we were. We are eighteen now. We are eighteen. We are now. <laughs> we were seventeen at the time. We were seventeen at the time. But yeah, those were like all of the different name ideas. But then just through kind of mutual consensus and asking some of our other power player friends, we decided Mm. bits and chicks sounded the best. And then we made our little logo and then we got started. And this was all in like the span of like a week. And we it came together so fast and it but it was so much fun. That's so good. I love that so much. Okay, so how did you guys find SNS? I'll you. take this one. Oh, I perfect. found Saturdays and Seltzers because I actually don't know. I think I just followed <laughs> Sarah on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's like the general. I bet that's where a lot of things come from. Definitely. Followed Sarah on Twitter, thought she was hilarious. Um, And then at some point, very close to when we started the podcast, like right before, um, she tweeted that like a girl had messaged her that day um, wanting advice. And she was like, my DMs are always open. I love when people, you know, come and talk to me so I slid in and I you know told her how funny I thought she was and thought it was awesome slid in the doing. DM I know I slid and I said I love Saturdays and Seltzers and I'm a frequent oh. listener um and then like a week later I got to message her and say you know I started a podcast and you and Kendra are one of the reasons you know I oh had the to start it and uh here it is and then eventually she listened and now we're friends so that's the cutest thing I've ever heard yeah, yeah I listen to you guys on Spotify and I watch all your social stuff and you guys actually are hilarious and I have to say Sarah and I talk about this all the time I'm sure you guys know this we love to praise like I don't want to call you guys the younger generation even though I'm almost a decade older than you but like sort of like there's like you guys don't know what it's like to not have like that technology and you guys are so responsible for a lot of the like hockey content and culture on the internet these days and it really just impresses us how creative this like next of hockey fans are thank you That's yeah no so much stuff, yeah you guys this stuff is hilarious um so we talked a little bit before the show about how you guys are all seniors and you guys are all getting ready to go to college and Callie told me that you guys are all going different places so Allie where are you going to college University of Texas at Austin Okay, and how did you wind up with that decision? Okay, this is actually the most embarrassing story I'm ever going to tell in my entire life. And Madeline knows it, and I think Callie might know it too. So, oh God, I'm not going to be able to get through without laughing. Right. So, you know Rob Lowe? I, uh, yes. Are you familiar? <laughs> if Callie's good friend, I'm going to start laughing. Okay, so several years ago, Rob Lowe started starring in one of those god-awful Fox dramas. You know the type. They're terrible. Every episode has the same plot line <laughs> at the same time. It's like something new and ter- like just equally as bad as the beginning, like the first one. It's not Riverdale bad, but it's like, like think like Chicago Med, think like Grey's Anatomy, but it's a firefighter drama. And Rob Lowe okay. is, it takes place in Austin, Texas. And I binged the entire first two seasons in one night. And it was the best decision I've ever made and also the worst decision I've ever made. So this is one thing that you need to know. The other thing you need to know is that I'm looking at colleges. I have no idea where I want to go. 
I know my dad went to Wisconsin. I know my mom went to Iowa and that's all I knew about colleges. And then uh, my advisor was like, she had me take a survey and then she compiled a bunch of colleges that she thought I might like. And one of them was the University of Texas at Austin. And I was like, okay, um, you know, it's a big school, good sports, but I'm not even remotely interested in going to school in Texas because that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. And then my mom was like, okay, well, it's a separate application process. It's not on Common App. If you want to do it, we should go visit. And I didn't really want to do it, but I wanted the day off of school. And more importantly, yeah. I wanted to text my friends and make jokes about the Rob Lowe show that takes place in Austin for the entire day. The show's nice. called One One Lone Star, if anyone wants to watch it. It's the worst show on television and it means the entire world to me. I actually got Madeline watching it, fun fact. Um, Sadly. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Mads. I'm kind but- of invested now. Yeah, I know. That's the worst part. It drags you in and it doesn't let you go. It's like quicksand. Um, But I went down south with my brother. I have a twin brother. He's looking at colleges at the same time as me. And I was fully intending to just kind of make fun of the city and the school the whole time. But I fell in love with it. Like it was the perfect school, the perfect city. And I applied on a long shot because, you know, most out-of-state students don't get into University of Texas and I got in. Wow. Um, In the program that I applied to, I applied to psychology and I got in, which, um, but yeah, it was a total long shot based on a joke and now I'm going to my dream school. There you go. Okay, perfect. I actually love that. And plus like, I think we all have, you know, some similar beliefs around here without even having to say it, but I feel like Austin is a really cool spot if you're going to be in Texas. Yeah. Like the place I would want to be. If you have to be in Texas, right? That's the spot to be. Okay, cool. All right. Callie, your turn. Mine's slightly less interesting, less funny, but um, I, next year, I will be attending the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Go Padgers. Bad. <laughs> but I actually so my dream school for the longest time was on uh, University of Michigan which you know boo <laughs> a trigger warning that that's yeah. all because <laughs> then everyone trigger warnings Michigan content when they send it to us yeah. <laughs> Michigan hockey content or like um, or like go go Owen Power but like trigger warning yeah, yeah. glad you got out King <laughs> But um, I actually found Wisconsin on TikTok, which I think is crazy because um, I really want to go into the field of social media, doing social media for sports. So I just kind of love this like full circle moment that I found it because um, some girl had posted like a day in the life of working for the Wisconsin Badgers hockey team. And I'm like, wait, I want to do that. And so uh, then she like re- was responding to some comments asking her like, uh, like, hey, I want to do this too. And then she was like, oh, they have a sports communication certificate program at Wisconsin. So you get the chance to work and do social media for the sports teams. So I was like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> so then I started looking into it way more and they have an incredible program for what I want to do. Um, my ma- I'll be majoring in journalism with an emphasis on strategic communications, not Ooh. reporting because like strategic communications, it's so cool. I don't think many other places have this like niche major because it's like this intersection of communications and marketing and social media and media planning Mm -hmm. and advertising and it's just they have so many cool options within this like track and then I'll also be doing the sports communication certificate program so yeah I mean I just I found it online and I 
I was having like this mental debate between Michigan and Wisconsin. Like, what am I going to do if I get in both places? And then I got into Wisconsin and denied from Michigan. So um, it kind of worked out perfectly because Wisconsin was starting to overtake it. And I'm really happy with my decision. I can't wait to be there in the fall. That's so fun. Madison's such a cool town. Have you visited? Yes, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's so fun. Yeah, I have gone multiple times a year since I was a little kid. Like I told you, my that's where my mom's from. So State Street is like one of the coolest like little places to be in every college I've ever visited. I think Absolutely. I love State Street. Like I remember when I was applying to colleges and I toured Wisconsin like officially. Um, and my mom and I went shopping after and she was like, it's so funny that like I went to some of these stores when I went to school here and I'm going to these stores with you now oh that's so cute oh my god I know that's so wonderful my mom is such a nugget like she's just the cutest little human ever I love her so much um okay last but not least Mads where are you going to college my lady I will be attending the University of Southern California um which is quite literally at the opposite end of the country from where I live now but it had been my dream school for years and years. Um, I did a summer program there a few years ago, but I had a little come to Jesus moment at the beginning of my senior year with my college counselor and my family. Um, that was kind of like, you know, we believe in you. You should definitely apply, but you can't really get your hopes up with things like that. Um, definitely a difficult school to get into. So I had to get a little bit realistic. And I feel like my college hunt, um, was always a little interesting. My dad went to Clemson. My mom went to the University of North Carolina, both great schools, but they were both like first generation in their family to go to college. Um, Mm -hmm. And those were kind of like, my dad applied to two schools. My mom applied to, I think maybe three and they were all in state and she had just moved here. So um, while they have a lot of attachment now to their schools that they went to, um, and like I grew up going to games at both, um, definitely like not, in the same vein as families that live here who have like five generations of people who have gone to Carolina um, and things like that. So yep. definitely had some more niche schools on my list that my parents like wouldn't have even known about. Um, but <laughs> I got into UNC in January and I had my housing deposit down. I was like in the process of finding a roommate. I had paid the school they thought I was coming I was very sure I was going um and very happy about it like that's an incredible school and I love it there and um I'll always be a fan of those sports teams but I definitely don't think that was where my heart was at and then very late March um I found out that I got into USC so kind of did a little bit of a 180 in about a week um but very grateful for it now I am going to be a music industry major Wow. Which is kind of out of left field, especially with all the sports stuff, but it's all entertainment. So I'm very excited. Yeah, that's so fun. I have to say, I'm so impressed and proud of you girls for all kind of doing something different and scary and going somewhere new and kind of like being like badass women in that way. Like you guys are, that's, that's freaking cool. So like Tyler, can we put a round of applause in for the girls here? That's freaking sweet. Um, you guys are awesome. So I want to move into the Stanley Cup stuff because that's why everybody is here. But thank you guys so much for sharing all that stuff. Like that was very heartwarming. Like I am like kind of fighting back tears. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but into like the lighter hearted stuff, I figure we can go over the Stanley Cup playoffs together. I had an idea 
that obviously if you listen to Saturdays and Seltzers, we do an HLH segment to start off our show every week, which is our high, low, hero. I figured we could do our highs of the series, our lows of the series so far, and our heroes of the series, and then we can all make predictions that we can look back at later. So I figure we can start off with the Avs and the Blues series. Um, what do you guys think the highs, the lows, and the heroes have been? I could start with this because they're my team. Perfect. So I think the high is definitely the Avs taking a three to one lead. Good for them. <laughs> I think we're, we're on the we're on the brink of going to the conference finals, which would be a huge victory, just like mentally, especially since we've had so many troubles with getting past the second round. So that would be my high. Uh, my low is just, gosh, the god-awful things being said to Kadri online. That whole situation mm-hmm. is terrible. It's mm-hmm. disheartening. And you just, you see so much of it uh, coming out every day. And these people just making racist and Islamophobic threats towards him. And they're, it's not just comments, it's threats. Like they had to yeah. station police officers outside of his hotel room and all around the team's hotel. And it's just, it's it's really hard to watch it go on and know that the best thing that we can do is just to keep calling out this behavior and trying to hold people accountable for it. So it's definitely just been super eye-opening for me. And so that's definitely the low and the hero is going to have to be Kadri too. He's coming out of this with like just such grace and poise and the comments that he makes during his interviews and how he just kind of keeps smiling through it all and his hat Mm -hmm. trick last night, like the game scripted as well as it could have been and it just it breaks my heart for him but he's definitely this hero coming out of it and just like Mm -hmm. I said with such grace and he's handling it so well so I'm just I'm proud of the team (laughs) yeah definitely I think that that has to be my high is just even his interview last night like it kind of I don't know if any of you saw his post-game interview I'm sure you all did but it was kind of just like this fuck you to people who want to be assholes online and it's like, I know you guys are 18, I can swear I'm not worried about it. You guys listen to our show anyway, you know how we are. Um, but it's like, it was kind of like a fuck you to people who are being Islamophobic or just like any, I mean, it happens in hockey more often than other sports, I feel like. Like, I feel like we're constantly having this revolving door of a conversation, unfortunately. But he he was humble, he was sweet, but he was also like, kind of like, screw you guys, that one was for you. So that was definitely a high for me. Um, Mads, Allie, do you guys have any heroes? Goodness, on a similar train of thought, I just feel like the only person that even stands out to me is Kadri. I think that we hate to make these into like stepping stone moments where, oh, look at this thing he went through and then this thing that he did and what he turned it into because it shouldn't have happened in the first place and it mm-hmm. should never happen and there's no place for it. But, um, a playoff hat trick is incredible nonetheless and it's always incredible when you really see people um kind of let it fuel their fire um and I'm excited that this is kind of making us have the conversation that we seem to be having with ourselves and with our friends and with fans um you know feels like it's every week um but Mm -hmm. I figure that's how often it should be happening uh yeah and hopefully one day there are less inciting incidents for us to have these conversations but um it's been a fun series to watch I uh I'll take the Avs in general as my hero of this series because I they won a cup very recently so I feel like I shouldn't say this but I just feel like I never hear a lot about the Blues and Mm -hmm. I have not appreciated 
some of the behavior, some of the play style, um, not to generalize fan bases because I really hate that, totally. but, but some of the Twitter rhetoric has mm-hmm. just been strange. And I feel like it really came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. So if I'm bandwagoning anybody, I'm an Avs fan right now. I'm yeah, faithful. I think I think everyone's kind of an Avs fan right now that you now that I think about it, just because like, first of all, no offense to the Blues, but I tweeted this today. I understand why Bruins fans hate their fan base so much. Like they kind of suck as a fan base. And I don't feel that way about a whole lot of fan bases. I think that I've gone through it on the show before. I think it's Yankees fans, any fan of any LA team, um, Georgia fans, Blackhawks fans, and now I'm adding Blues fans. That's it. Like those are those are the teams, fan bases. I'll even say like I Alabama fans, you guys deserve it. Like that's fine. But those teams, bleh. absolutely. So it's not justified totally in any way. It's just but. So I think that kind of collectively, like on top of the Kadri stuff is it's just like, I think everyone is like in the same boat right now. So that's at least good to see. Allie, do you have any hot takes, any thoughts, anything that you would change as an HLH in this series? Oh, I just have my foot. Um, you good? <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't think there's anything I can say that hasn't already been said. I was already rooting for the Avs. I've got family in Aspen, um, and they've been my cup pick since the beginning of the year, and I didn't want to go back on that. So, yep, rooting for the Avs anyway. Unfortunately, I, I don't hate the Blues. Just in the past, I have, you know, friends from St. Louis, um, so I've cheered for them in the past. Right now, not the vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a fan. Um, it's very much... Like I said, I'm from Chicago, Blackhawks fans everywhere you turn. And this behavior is very reminiscent of some of the behavior that I just hate to see in Blackhawks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was the Blues head coach refused to comment on Bennington's actions, uh, throwing the water bottle. And it just reminded me like the way that Blues fans like support that. He shouldn't have to say anything. It's not as but whatever. The way that Blues fans have been reacting to the organization's refusal to do anything is reminiscent of Blackhawks fans' refusal to um, hold the Blackhawks organization accountable. And I hate that. And I like I don't like seeing it anywhere from any team. Um, like I said, not much I can say that hasn't already been said. Um, go Avs. And yep. I hope that, um, like Madeline said, I wish this didn't have to happen. But if it did, I, I hope it can be a learning opportunity. Agree. So is everyone taking the abs in a clean sweep? Not of the series, but picking between the two teams, everyone taking abs? I got the abs. Absolutely. Abs. All right. So I'm going to put that in as y'all's decision on my notes over here. Um, Last question about this series before we move on to the next one. MVP of the series. Callie, I'll let you go first. Kadri. Nobody else. Okay. Any, any rebuttal? Anybody have another, another choice? gotta be catch okay i think we're all taking it this is my i forgot to say in my hlh i think my hero of the series not to we just hated on the blues for like approximately seven minutes but um <laughs> their fan layla anderson um who was like really important during their cup run who has she has hlh isn't that what is she has a disease called hlh which i think is 
kind of funny in context. Really? Um, but she wrote a letter to Ben, the little Oilers fan. Yeah. Um, who's fighting brain cancer. Do I, I should know this. Anyways, that was like a really yeah. touching moment. And she signed a hockey card for him and sent it to him. Too um, cute. Wow. And that's like, that's really at the end of the day, like that's what the sport's about. So that was really that's, fun to see in general. Wholesome. Like very classy thing done um, by fans, like not always driven by organizations, which I think is cool. I agree. All right. Good stuff. So, um, yeah, I think we all across the board, that's probably the one series I think we will all agree on as far as who we're taking and an MVP of that series, I assume. Um, next, I have the Calgary and Oilers series. Um, I will say Allie, HLH of this series so far. Um, high is going to be, ooh, this is tough. I did, I got to watch, I believe it was game, oh my God, I forget what game it was. It was game two, I want to say. Um, I watched it with my dad, which was really nice. I always love watching hockey with my dad. Um, it was a late puck drop, so I had to take a power nap between the second and third periods. And then I ended up not sleeping that night because of the power nap, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Um, I passed game. out like in the third period yeah, of that game. Exhausting, but um that's probably going to be one of my lows. Cause yeah, I'm even like, I'm a time zone over. I'm central time. I cannot imagine how bad that is on Eastern time. I've got, yeah. I've got two so lows. One of them, one of my lows is going to be those late puck drops. It really sucks because it's personally like my personal opinion. I think it's the most fun series of this round. Yeah. Um, agree. I, I think that's a collective most. thought. Definitely. It's the one that I enjoy watching most. I mean, it was definitely more interesting than the battle of Florida. So, <laughs> you know, um, those late puck drops are brutal. My other low is the Evander Kane hat trick. I hate that man oh, so much. I too. only want to see him fail. I only want to see him suffer. Mm-hmm. The obvious hero is Connor McDavid. There's no way the Oilers make it through one round, let alone two rounds, without Connor McDavid Agree. dragging them through it. Like he, his back must his hurt back so hurting. bad. <laughs> Poor man. Obvious yes. hero of the series. Yes. Or Brady Kachuk. Brady Kachuk is the hero of the series, actually. Sorry, guys. Yes, that's another good take. Okay, so who are you taking at the end of this series? It's tough because before it started, I was like, Calgary, easy. I'll take Calgary in five or six. But McDavid is making, like, that man works so hard. I think I'm still taking Calgary, but I think maybe go to seven. Okay, all right mad oh wait who's your mvp so far me yeah mcdavid okay agree all right mads hlh what you got okay my high i'm basic my high has also been brady kachuk yes um which is completely unrelated to hockey but the fact that he now has a budweiser deal is just hilarious absolutely hilarious and it's just even more layered when you see like that game where um Maddie had a hat trick and everyone's focused on his brother is just mm-hmm. so hockey. I love like big family stuff like that. Um, and good stories. Yep. Um, my low, I'm, I've been like a bandwagon flames fan. So my low is, <laughs> um, kind of the game Sunday, um, which was definitely not as fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and my hero. Okay. MVP of the series, McDavid. But my yeah. hero is every single, like, 
depth flames player i hate to call them death players like if you're playing on like the second third line but um there are some really fun guys on that team who i love like Pani. i'm a big fan of blake coleman um i know like how yarn crows had some um points this series so far um and it's fun that's like i i feel similar about the canes right now um although it kind of pisses me off um in the way of the canes but um I like when you're not seeing the same names show up every yeah. time. That's how you win games is when everyone's contributing. Um, that's how you win I, a cup. That's the issue with the Oilers. That's why I don't think that they can make it past this round because it's McDavid's line and McDavid's line only. Yeah. Yep. So I always, I always kind of love to see it when um, maybe a guy scores and you don't even know who he is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's always it makes things a lot more fun to watch. So I think that um Hero for me has been a couple people. It kind of changes every game. And that's why I am selecting the Flames to take okay. it. But I do think it'll take a while. And I think it's somewhat like, oh, I was about to say it's dependent on tonight for me, but that's not true because we did have a conversation, I think, in one of our episodes about like this idea that we have of series momentum that really doesn't exist all the time for players because like each game is a new game for them versus mm-hmm. we kind of are watching our thing saying like, well, whoever takes it tonight takes it and like whoever wins the next game, like however fast we do it. Um, that's not really a thing. Yeah. So definitely. I don't know what I think, but I do think the flames will take it and I do hope okay. the flames will take it and it'll be fun to watch. All right. You heard it from our resident flames fan. <laughs> All right, Callie, your turn. HLH, your MVP, and who you're taking, my girl. I think my MVP is Ben. (laughs) I think he just, he's adorable, and I love watching all of the content, and Play La Bamba Baby is just a phrase that gets stuck in my head, and I just think that the way that um, the organizations, as well as, like, Layla, that situation was so adorable, and just uh, like how um, the opposing teams are always giving him like seats and special experiences and notes of support and just things like that. It's really classy. And I think it shows like this kind of softer side of hockey that we don't often get to see during the playoffs, especially. So yeah. I think that it's been a really great storyline to follow. Mm-hmm. And I know this is a basic answer, but my high is Brady Kachuk. It's too funny. Yeah. It's too good. It's too good. Like, I don't even care if it's if everyone's answer is the same. Like, you know that it's that good. And it's just like oh, him God. with the freaking beers in his pockets, man. It's so funny. So good. It's I so wish good. I had siblings because Dude, like so- I, I get it and I love it. But if yeah. I had siblings, I feel like it'd be 10 times funnier. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I am with my sister. Have y'all seen the video of Brady Kachuk hoisting that random ass kid up on his shoulders? Yeah. Yes. Some kid in a Kachuk jersey literally art it's so funny that's like a core memory people. for that kid exactly on him people are the best people no, as um sarah campbell said on her podcast no game the kachak theater reality show and i i fully support that i think it would be so funny or at least just like what's going through their heads as they're at this game and the dad refusing to throw his hat for son's hat trick <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like it's, it's my good. lucky hat or it's my favorite hat or something i don't know it's so funny. Keeping up with it. the Kachucks with a T in front. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't we tweet yeah. that? I, I tweeted that, yes. I did that is, that. I don't know how TK. I didn't see that, but that's the funniest thing that I have ever heard. I am certain I was not the first person to come up with that, but I tweeted it anyway. That is 
so good. Too good. Okay. I would die to see like, just give me like some social content with the family and like their sister Taryn too. I think that's her name, Taryn. Just, they're too funny. You've yet to steal that domain now and just start posting the highlights. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, I think my low would have to be, um, my heart breaking for Jake Ottinger. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I was gonna say the Evander Kane hat trick, but that was already been said. So I just Jake watching the I'm flames, a big Jake fan. Yeah, just go from like not being able to score on the sky to um to open scoring basically is just kind of my heart breaks for him. And mm-hmm. it just shows how good he was. Yep. And I yeah, I, I miss him. We were <laughs> not really a stars fan. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Not really a Stars fan, but for Jake, I wish they went through just for him. Or at least can, like, the Flames, like, sign him to, like, a one-month contract so he can just go forward. Imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Then I guess, yeah, my hero, I'll have to say it's Ben, too. That storyline has also just been... I love how, like, there's the two, two, like, not contradicting, but two different storylines in this series with the Kachuk, like, thing being really funny and then the Ben thing being really heartwarming. So I think I really love, I love, it's just a series with good stories, which I think is definitely like something we don't see very often in playoff hockey because it's so intense. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny funny because like, obviously all of these series have different storylines, but it's so funny to see how different the storylines are. I mean, we just talked about like the unfortunate shit storm that's going on with the blues. And now it's like, we're talking about how little kids who have terminal diseases are writing each other letters and like how the entire internet, no, the people on hockey Twitter, no, all the ins and outs of these series, but just how different the storylines become as the season goes on. Um, okay, who are you taking and who's your MVP? Uh, MVP, um, Ben, uh, I think, I don't know what to say his last name, Stetler, that's how you say it. So I don't, if I can't choose him, then I'll have to say McDavid too. Okay. But, um, Flames and Seven. Flames I've got hope. Seven. All right. I think. All right. I I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, bolt series. I guess like obviously we're not picking anybody here because the outcome was very swift, and I did not expect this. Like all of you, Mads, I'm gonna ask you for your HLH first. After that reaction, I think a lot of people are shocked. Let's hear it. I actually don't even think I have enough words to formulate my HLH. I'm not doing well. And also, I'm not doing well because I think that the Canes are going to take it. And I refuse to face this Tampa team. Like, I'm sorry. I won't do it. Can we, like, boycott or something? Can we, like, (laughs) switch conferences for, like, a hot second? Um, I just, like, don't think it's fair. I don't know how you get on the ice and make the best team in the East look like that. Yeah. In a sweep. Best team in the league. Like, the fucking trophy. Like, those are trophies. That's, like, I I don't even, no, no, there are no winners. No one's a hero. The hero, the heroes (laughs) are the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Because... So your low is the sweep. Your other low is that you think that that's who the Canes are going to have to play. So many lows. I'm not ready. Also, I, you just want good things. And like, I loved the storyline with um, Drew. 
um obviously the commercial's gonna age so poorly stop we always we always laugh at the one one. he just wants one um and they couldn't give that to him which is obviously really sad so god i hate when like really good teams play each other too like sometimes you want to watch a series with a bit of an uneven matchup because if the better team takes it you're like well this makes sense and if the underdog takes it you're like this is what playoffs hockey's about and you know it doesn't matter what the regular season looked like and anything can happen I kind of hate when we have these moments where we're like it's anybody's game and then it turns out this bad like it was an absolute massacre and that always a little bit so okay so do you have a high or a hero (laughs) no my (laughs) my hero is Stamkos because I think he's a great captain and I love him and I think if anyone deserves it he does okay Um, but I don't know same thing I said with the Canes I guess like recurring theme but their depth is just so impressive and amazing and like that system that they play in everyone's an impact player um for the most part and that just impresses me so much and I think people play their best hockey when they play that way um obviously whatever they're doing is working um yeah so it's definitely fun to watch if okay so that's, remove, that's that's a high if you remove every like emotional investment that you have <laughs> in the entire series then i i guess if i guess it's repeat i am going to be insufferably angry oh okay listen this is our hero this is our collective hero Sorry if I'm shouting him out. I'm going to use no names. We met a kid in Vegas at the All-Star Game whose father um, has something to do with um, (laughs) the Tampa Bay Lightning. We will not disclose exactly what his job is, but um, if they three-peat, we will be attempting to get an invite onto the boat. So, um, assuming he our hero is this kid, assuming, yeah, assuming he ever like wants to see us, I don't know what kind of terms we left off on, but okay, I don't even, I don't um, even want to talk to him ever again. Well, but but, I'm DMing you the story, don't even worry about it. Yeah, because if our low, if our low is watching the Tampa Bay Lightning win another cup, we might as well go to Tampa and be in the boat. You might as well cry on a boat. Exactly. Exactly. With the Stanley Cup right there. Yeah. Yeah. You could lick it. <laughs> I would love to lick it. I would do I it. I would so lick the I Stanley would lick Cup. It. Oh like our boy Brad. Wait, wait, I learned today that Jordan Bennington's girlfriend peed in the Stanley Cup. I saw that. Did I you didn't know like What? Stop it. Get some help. I don't. Really there, there's like a picture of it and everything, and it didn't like it. And people ate like out of that thing, like. The Tampa Bay Lightning ate out of that thing. Dude, I don't even want to know what goes on with the Stanley. Like, I, I, I mm. in their right mind. Like, you, you're in the presence of Lord Stanley's Cup, and that's what you... I, uh, can you see? I it's kind of, like, overexposed, but I'm I attempting to show Kendra right now. Him for that. And honestly, yeah. her. Bennington wow. is every mean word that's been hurled at him, not only for the cadre incident, but that as well. Yeah. Awful. I hate him so much. Okay. Um, all right. So Ali, what is your HLH? Okay. Battle of Florida, baby. My hot. Oh my god, I don't even know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mads, 
Who are you, who's your MVP and who are you taking? Oh, wait, you, not who are you taking. Who's your MVP? Oh, are you taking? goodness. I feel <laughs> I like know, my MVP, right? we, I would say like, be boring and say like Vasilevsky. Um, no, my, my real MVP is the entire Florida Panthers team or whoever was clubbing. I don't, I don't know like the exact mm, names of whoever was mm-hmm. out, but mm-hmm. we had a chat about this in our broader group chat with a lot of our friends. Um, and it's funny, it pulls such different reactions because some people are like, this is such a disgrace to the game. And like, they threw away game four and, and whatever. And on the other hand, That's I awesome. kind of think it was a power move because 100%. if you like, I don't even think they were going into it thinking they were going to lose. They were just like, apparently what we're doing isn't working. So we may as well have fun before. Like maybe that's good for morale. Tampa Bay. Okay. Was yeah. it? I heard, no. I heard a lot of people saying that this isn't out of the ordinary though. It's not. I bet it's not. Yeah. We know um, for a fact that every NHL all-star was at a club till the early hours of the morning, the night before the all-star game. I know that that's a different, it's obviously very different, but clubbing before a game, especially a spectacle, that's not news. We all know it's happening. I forget what it's called, but there's a really great documentary about Vegas's first season. Um, It's like the only one that really exists, but incredible movie. If you're a Vegas hater, you should watch it just to have like, some, I am some a Vegas hater for the I'm team because I think it's it was actually a very well-made film um and like makes you feel for them or like the first iteration of them in a way that maybe you didn't before um okay. but they do talk about how they, their their long-running joke is that the reason for their success so early on is because people would come to Vegas and party because you know prior to that there hadn't been an NHL team in Vegas mm. um so you put a bunch of guys up in Vegas what are they going to do the night before the game like your road okay. trip's not that long so yep. um obviously I mean it was it was due to talent um and whatever that team was fighting for but um <laughs> it is funny to think about what kind of role that plays because they did mm-hmm. um crack some jokes about it yep all right Allie you are on the clock my dear oh my goodness um I feel like I had a high and then I forgot it which is honestly kind of just the vibes for the series altogether <sighs> um, it's a forgetful series other than the fact that like the Panthers it, it was a battle of the old men I said this last week I think that's like, so true it's just it's the battle of the old dudes like trying to chase one that's so true um okay actually that reminds me this wasn't the high that I initially thought of but this is a high my high is the Washington Capitals TikTok team taking the um, TikTok that uh, the Panthers posted that was like us when we find out like the average age of the Capitals and <gasps> the cops, like hit back at them and they were like, and it was a video of the Panthers laughing and it was mm. funny because it's like, ha ha, they're old. And then I can't remember exactly what the Capitals said. I'm going to pull it up because it actually made me laugh so hard. They just like, no prisoners, no mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, one sec, I have to watch it and figure the it out. The Washington Retirement Home. The Washington. Oh man, that's the. Oh, it was just, it was just the Capitals um, posting a video of um, their team laughing, or sorry, the Capitals. Yeah, the Capitals posting a clip of their team laughing. It says us after remembering how many cups the Panthers have won, and then it's like they like show the like Panthers swept headline very funny thank you very much capitals tiktok social team um so that's the high the low is my brackets my poor poor brackets. yes 
I had several and none of them, none of them. I don't think any of them, maybe, maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I had any of them. I don't think I had the Panthers beating um, the Lightning. Um, I honestly am miserable because my thought process going into round one was if the Lightning beat the Leafs, we get to keep the first round exit jokes, which is all I wanted from this. But then the Lightning get closer to a three-peat. And then I thought, hmm, I don't know if the Lightning are good enough for a three-peat. So I'm going to root for the Lightning. And once they've done their job, I'll let the Panthers take care of them. And we saw how that ended. Yeah. I remembered the high that I was going to go with. My high is that this Tampa Bay Lightning team was built by Steve Eiserman, who is now in Detroit. Mm. So there's hope for our future. The Eiser plan. I honestly, the first year that Tampa won the cup, I was like, this is actually a victory for the Detroit Red Wings. Um, but I can no longer pretend that these are Detroit Red Wings victories anymore. I'm sick of the Tampa Bay lightning winning and when is it someone else's turn? But yeah, my hero Mm -hmm. is probably Claude Giroux who deserves better. I love you King. I'm so sorry. And like Madeline said, um, whoever was clubbing that night. Good for you boys. Wait, I have a comment about the clubbing that I forgot to mention. This was, I'm trying to pull up the photo for those that are in the pod currently. So mm-hmm. we can all react together. But have y'all seen the photo of Joe Thornton in the back of Kendall Jenner's Instagram story, like on her party bus with Mitch no. Parker? No. No. <laughs> We're on the way to a UFC fight. Uh, I figure like last year. I don't know when this was. Um, and Allie, it's, who's your MVP? Instagram story. While she's looking, my MVP is Vasilevsky because I'm boring. But those statistics about his like last however many series clinching games is insane it's unreal anyways it's really blurry but this is Kendall Jenner's Instagram story and in the back is Joe Thornton and Justin Bieber and Mitch Carter please that is yeah I need like who did she think he was you know what I mean like prior to being introduced to him was she just like why is there a scary homeless man on my party bus like not to be mean to him I love him oh you're right but like like was her security okay with that I just think this is so funny that is really good that's really good there's also somewhere out there there's like a photo of Joe with the kid Leroy and Justin he is like it won't I wish y'all could see it better but he's living his best life it's so funny too because like he, does does Joe Thornton have an Instagram? I figure like maybe he definitely doesn't. not. Yeah, definitely. Because and if he doesn't, he doesn't run it. The kid Leroy posts like his Instagram story, and it's like at Justin Bieber, at Austin Matthews, and he tags everyone, and it just says at Joe Thornton, and there's like no underline because <laughs> it doesn't exist. That's so funny. So funny. <laughs> just a random, just a random old uh, man. Oh my god, a <laughs> random old man. All right, Callie. HLH and MVP. Um, I'm gonna be pretty boring because I have mostly the same things to say as everybody else. It's definitely not the, the lows. Definitely Tampa winning. Uh, I don't want them to three P, but um, they have such a good playoff mindset that it was kind of inevitable, and they just they play so well in the playoffs. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how they do in the regular season, but yep. uh, yeah, just them winning. I don't. I, I'm actually, yeah, like you said, I'm going to be insufferably angry if they, yeah, maybe, but, um, my 
high will probably have to be them putting Joe Thornton in for one game. So at least if this is his final season, Go at least Sharks. his last one. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. If it were big uh, Thornton and Marlowe fans in my house. So yes, I assume. Breaks my heart to see them both kind of be sent off in such yeah. bad ways. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely, but the highs he got to play. He got to play in the playoffs one yes. more time if it was his last one. And um, yep. it, Drew's, I don't know how long Drew's con- contract is. So at least Good he got to season. play one more time. But yeah, it was a great season for them. So at least they kind of got, <sighs> if this is it, they got sent off in like a good regular season part. Yeah. But it was kind of inevitable. I mean, it would have taken a lot out of this Panthers team. I just don't think they had the sort of mindset to um, have them go forwards. Okay. My hero, um, I think, yeah, Vasilevsky, the stats. Yep. Just, it was like three, four goals and 300 shots or something, which is just yep. it's crazy. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be my so MVP, MVP as well. Too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just so since amazing. I came to you last and I want to go to Mads last for the Canes Rangers series, I will let you get your HLH MVP and who you are taking out of the way. Oh my goodness. I, okay. I've not watched much of this series just because it's before abs games. So I'm usually having like a nervous breakdown about the abs game instead of watching it. Yeah. Um, I let these games affect my mood completely. <laughs> it makes it more fun. But um, gosh, I really couldn't tell you much about this series. Okay. It's kind of sad. Perfect. That's fine. Any, <laughs> any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts at all? Um, are the Canes winning? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're the still, one. they're still leading, but it's go Canes. I think okay. the Rangers are like, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of annoying. I can't explain it, but like they okay. don't have the drive or anything that it takes to win. And I don't like to see them keep going forwards. So I hope the Canes just take them and show them who's boss and that the Canes will come back after the taking it to seven games. And then I hope Kane, the Canes take Tampa. So that, that's what I want. So, okay. Canes. <laughs> All right. Allie. Um, Madeline turned me into a Canes fan this season. Absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but I am a Canes fan now. Uh, my high of the series is the game at MSG where they, for some reason, accidentally put the Red Wings lineup up on the board as the Canes lineup because it is the closest the Detroit Red Wings have been to being in the playoffs <laughs> in seven years. Um <laughs> It felt like a crossover episode. I'm very tired. I miss my boys and I will take any crumb of content that I can have. My low, my low is going to be the Canes remaining 0-4 on the road. It is not sustainable and I hope they can get it together because if they do end up playing Tampa, they're going to have to win some road games. Yep. Um. Uh, my hero. Ooh, do I have a hero? I don't know. What was I, our episode title? What was the NHL? An unlikely hero. An unlikely <laughs> hero. That's something called Ian Cole. <laughs> we thought it was funny. Like ima- I was saying, imagine scoring like a game-winning goal in a really, you know, it's an important game. It's the playoffs, and they're like an unlikely hero. It's like, damn, can I just be a hero? Anyway, um, my hero is gonna be these two random guys who scored game-winning goals. I really appreciate that for them. It was Ian Cole and Smith, right? Yeah. Because it's like, who was expecting them? Nobody. Right? Oh, trust me, as a Cades fan, 
you don't even I don't think anyone understands the gravity of like who has showed up in these playoffs yeah so I really appreciate that they're my heroes and okay yeah I'm taking the Canes I want to say the Canes in less than seven but if they can't learn how to win a game on the road it's gonna be Canes in seven again math is hard man I'll just say Canes in seven Okay, and then so far, an MVP, obviously, it's a little early, but who has stood out to you so far? Um, Not the people that should. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, sorry. Sadly. Um, honestly, MVP is PNC Arena. Every time I watch one of those games, I like <laughs> the loss of playoff hockey in Detroit because, like, the energy in that, that arena is just so electric. Like, that's that's. Is wild. it still Little Caesars? It is Little Caesars Arena or yeah. affectionately the Pizza Arena. The Pizza um, Arena. But yeah, no, the energy is just so good. They're the real MVPs of the series. And that's how I felt about TD Garden. Hmm? That's, how, that's how I felt about TD Garden. Yeah, yeah that's how, because I, so also I went to um, a Wings game for my birthday a few weeks ago. And the difference in like love and positive energy in Little Caesars Arena versus the United Center, which is where the Blackhawks play and where I see most of my hockey because I do live here. Um, it's like, I was like, whoa, you guys don't boo your own team when you're disappointed <laughs> in them? You support and love them unconditionally? What is this? Life so, as a Jag fan too, man. Yeah, so seeing how incredible um, the Canes fans have been, especially- okay an unexpected market such as North okay. Carolina, South Carolina. I'm sure you're sick okay. of hearing that, Madeline. No, but... no, I, I'm not actually because it's very true. And my dad sent me today an NHL article or post or something of the sort. Um, it was on the Kate's Instagram that the NHL named us the best fan base in the NHL. I and that. I was wondering if it was one of those things where they did like so-and-so is going to win the cup and then they wrote an article for each team. Or did they know. actually name us the best fan base in the NHL? They might have. I, mean, I think they did. Yeah, that's why. That's I'm why for it. My I, MVP. I love my team. They're awesome. Okay. Southern hockey. All right. Southern, yeah, hockey. Southern hockey. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I worked in SEC hockey for a hot minute, so I love Southern hockey, even if it's shitty sometimes. But, okay. So, Mads, it is your time to shine. Letter rip, tater chip. I, I don't even know if I'm ready. Okay. My <laughs> high was that I got to go to last Friday's game. Okay. Uh, which was fun. a big blessing. My first playoff game. And wow. it was absolutely electric. I got to meet our dear friend, Sarah Campbell. And she took me up to press row. Um, and that's where I watched that game's first goal. Um, fun. So much fun. Um, <laughs> by none other than Brendan Smith. Guys, <laughs> I can't. I actually can't recover from it. it. None of it makes any sense. But um, so much fun. We played so well Friday, especially in comparison to how we played Wednesday, first game of the series. Um, that was a bit of a roller coaster. We looked horrible in every period, but the third, and then continued to show up for like the three minutes of overtime hockey that we played. Um, so good coaching choices. Um watching them kind of try to bridge that gap and um, having them look so good and look the way they did on Friday. Um, We definitely look a bit more like we're fighting for it now than we did. Um, My low has been that our stars are not shining. Sadly, it's been a little dim. Um, 
it hurts because there are a couple guys on our team who I think are impact players, even if they don't always show up on a score sheet. Um, my personal favorite or good example of this is Vincent Trocek, who I thought brought a lot of fun fire during the Bruin series that Kendra watched a lot of, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. But he hasn't been doing the same now. It's kind of like every time he steps on the ice, I expect something to happen and it doesn't. And I can say that about a couple guys. Um, I think Svetch is getting better. Um, but he, oh no, oh, oh no, Hainlo is Martin oh, no. Okay, we are good friend Martin Who you cut out after Svetch? What did you say? Okay, my real low is our good friend Martin Natchez. For those of you who are familiar, who has so much potential, like ridiculous untapped potential, um, has had a horrible season and continues to be quite literally horrible in the playoffs, like a liability, horrible. Um, and <laughs> it sucks because we have such an incredible coach whom I love so much, who I trust so much, and I respect every one of his decisions. Um, I think at this point he needs to be sat out. And I know that that's a stressful decision in the midst of playoffs where you have to have your best players on the ice at all times. Um, but I don't know. It sucks when it's one person and it's obviously not down to one guy, but um, things are going well. Um, my hero, if it's not Brendan Smith and Ian Cole, um, my hero is Seth Jarvis, who actually looks like he wants to be there every time he steps on the ice. Um, and as painful as it is to share, um, Tony D'Angelo looks really great. And your MVP? Incredible- no, let's not go that far. Okay. Let's not go that far. But uh, definitely an impact player for me. And I think that I'm really glad he's on our first power play unit now. Um, him and Slavin. He, he definitely did a good job replacing the Dougie Hamilton sized hole in my heart. Not Aww. morally or ethically, um, <laughs> but in matter of skill set. There's um, really nothing more like upsetting than the worst person ever being good at hockey. That's how oh, I feel it sucks. Oh, it's like Evander Kane. Both of them. <laughs> Patrick yeah. and Evander. Ugh. Oh, you're so right. But mm-hmm. yeah, every, every single time, it's so funny because my dad and I both, like, we don't like the guy. We don't support the guy in lots of ways. But uh, my dad's from Jersey. Tony D's from Jersey. Every single time he steps on the ice and does something chaotic, we're like, that is so Jersey. And like the other day when we're at PNC, they played a montage of strictly like him fighting people, him yelling at people, him. And it was the best hype video I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I guess we need a little bit of that fire because I feel like we lean into this bunch of jerks thing and obviously um it's funny and like I appreciate that we're for the most part a very clean team I don't want anybody to do anything stupid but I do like when we kind of bring a little aggression out which I think came out a lot during the Bruins series and I wish would come out more I think it's fun to watch I think it helps us win um but my MVP It's just hilarious to say it, but honestly, I think I'm going to go with Brendan Smith because his current point streak is a three-game point streak. That's the longest point streak he's had in his entire career. Not just in playoffs, not just in the regular season. His entire, like, collectively, every game of NHL hockey he's ever played, he's never had a three-game point streak. That's a good one. Yeah, you should need that. Say that with confidence. Do we also need need other people to show up? 
Yes. Yes. But <laughs> if no one's got me, Brendan Smith's got me. There you go. Oh, true. Oh, true. Mic drop. Mic drop. Okay. I love it. So everyone has, everyone here is taking the cane. Yes. Okay. All right. So my final question for you guys is going to be our pop culture segment of the week before I let you go. Reactions to Harry's album. I'm so embarrassed. I haven't listened all the way through yet. No! No, I have reasons. Okay. I've listened to some of the songs. I have been very busy. I have not finished school yet. Both of these girls have graduated. Mads, have you graduated yet? I graduate June 12th. All right, never mind. Sorry, I'm just making. But my last day of school was today. My last day of school was today. Yeah. yeah. So I still have school for another week. I have finals next week, which is bogus. But I've been very busy. I've got like prom stuff. I've got college stuff, and I want to be able to sit and listen to it. I'm packing for a trip tonight. I think I'm probably gonna listen to Harry's house. Although even then, I might like prefer to just like lie in my bed in a catatonic state and listen to it. I'll figure it out. But it's the a song, sad album. Yeah, yeah. My sister played Matilda in the car for like me on the way home from school. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? But yep, yep. the songs that I've heard, Late Night Talking is a banger. And that's all I've got. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Well, Allie, I was about to say, because for those of you that don't know, Allie is a musician herself. And I feel like we consume music in a similar way where like I was about to get mad at you until you said that you wanted to have a time where you could really like sit and consume it, it. but like I hate that, like if I have to listen to a whole record you have a first time through you have to listen to it all the way through start, if you start can. to finish, start start to finish. To finish and people I'm really grateful now that Spotify um changed it to where you can't shuffle albums anymore like the autoplay goes from track one all the way through because if you shuffle an album the first time you've ever listened to it, psycho, you are sitting. You no, are a, yeah. a crazy person. I'm you need a help. Huge advocate of the shuffle button because I like to be kept on my toes. But the first time you listen to an album, it has to be top to bottom all the yeah. way through, or you're Absolutely. insane. And I just haven't had the chance to do that yet. You need to. It's like it's one of those albums you have to experience it. You can't. Just I had. I had a main character moment, and I listened to it on the train. Yeah. Mad, you like it? I have a lot of thoughts. And they were not all good. Okay. I do love the man. Let me preface Honestly, it by saying the best the policy around here. I'm gonna be living in LA when he is in LA for like 10 dates in the fall. Um, and one of them is Harry Ween. Um, Yo, so if I could Harry manage is lit. Ticket, I would, but I don't think I'll manage. I applied for presale and those codes got sent out yesterday. Um, and I didn't get one sadly, mm-hmm. but I just like, don't, do I have the financial means for that? No. Will I figure yeah. out how to be there? Absolutely. Okay. This perfect. Album, okay. G- things that are good that I have to say, first of all, I really appreciated that we only had one real single and then the two songs that he performed at Coachella because I hate that we've gone into this trend of like people releasing half their album and then the album Mm -hmm. comes out and you've already heard half of it and like majority of the time too people drop what they know is gonna land well and like be well received and so half the time you're like well you just dropped all your best songs yes and I had to like you know that part kind of sucks I definitely think it's fun 
like that's the things I have to say about it my complaint is that I think he needs more female songwriters because Matilda mm-hmm. was his like sole female songwriting credit um okay. shout out to Amy Allen. Yep. um and um nothing else and I think that like well I think his team's incredible and like he wants to keep it small um I don't know I feel like if you if you talk a lot about how you want to be really accepting and and be the safe space for people um I think he should work with more women I do love that like half his band is women though half his live band and they're really incredible um so that's a good thing today this morning he did cover in the live lounge a song by a band called wet leg who's one of my favorite new little bands who Allie and I are hopefully going to see in Chicago in August I'm jealous so yeah he like covered a a female rock duo song today and for him for a couple dates on tour um in Australia and then a couple of his European dates are opened by a band called Wolf Alice which is also a female yeah yep um so he's doing it I can't hate on him too much more than others he is kind of trying to even the playing field so of things that I respect that is it also favorite track is potentially besides Matilda probably Satellite because that is a One Direction song Ooh, like there's like no way it. around it it sounds like a one direction song and i respected that okay all right callie your reaction i i'm a big one direction fan i love them i pulled an all-nighter for the 10th anniversary nice but this album did not hit it, it, especially like when he had such other masterpieces i know that it's hard to like come and put like consistently this great workout like he did with um self-titled and fine line but mm-hmm. it just wasn't the best it all kind of sounded the same and I like this new sound but when it all kind of it's hard to do like different things though with this like this type of sound this like indie day glow type of music yeah but um I really enjoyed it I think Matilda's definitely my favorite but the, I the think transition everyone. from Matilda to cinema was a crime going from this like Ooh. sad song to like 70s disco that's what I foul. keep hearing and I'm foul. excited to experience it mm. okay I love well. satellite and I think I honestly this is my big hot take I thought think love of my life was an awful closer I don't I like it at all bad I think lyrically first of all this is my other pet peeve this is a music podcast now by the way yes we converted is. it I have a lot of opinions and my one opinion is like in least it's like or unless it's like the banger of the century like completely beautiful poetic song don't use the word love in love songs it's my big pet peeve there are so many better ways to like say you love someone or something than to call something the love of your life like I'm trying to compare it like in his self-titled record I feel like from the dining table is a really beautiful song that's like oh I love someone and now they're gone and now I'm sad this song was quite literally you are the love of my life and now you're gone and I'm sad in direct words and it was so lazy to me and then he's like in interviews being like it's about how much I love London and like how much I love England <laughs> yeah. and how I love where I come from and I'm like if you want to write a beautiful song about where you're like where you come from make it a little better than that I don't know I have thoughts I hate to be mean I think my biggest pet peeve about it is that it like he had fine line which is probably one of the greatest album closers of all time and then to like come from that and do this where it's such a bland song with like there's no meat the lyrics are so basic 
And I love the melody at the end there with like the little piano. I loved how they teased it. And I just, why couldn't they have like put that in the middle or something and then built up again at the end for like this big ending. It just, it felt like it needed some, some more build or just something more than just how basic it was. And it was like, it was really unsatisfying. And I was like, really, that's it. And just not his best work. Even if he like, I think this is a great era for him, like mentally and physically, but just the music that came out of it is probably not, mm. not my favorite. I love that we got into some Harry slander here because that is so rare for this podcast. <laughs> All right. Final thing before I say bye, Allie, I need a McDonald's chicken nugget review. All right. We're trying it out. My sister just, just had McDonald's delivered. All right. What's your sauce of choice? Catch up. Okay. Oh, take. That crunch. Okay. It's a little cold because my sister did not bring it to me for so long, but it hits. Sometimes nothing hits like a McNugget. I gotta it's say. True. You're so right. Okay. Yeah. So true. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank I you. you I know that Sarah loves you guys. This is killer content. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We love you guys too Gonna go watch our playoff hockey. I can tell you new and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that you. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh.